morning. This is Glenn Andrews and Elijah Brady. We are heroes and kings. We're into the third quarter, 2019. Um, What we've been trying to do and stuff we're doing and just following our passions and dreams and taking taking it day by day and doing the things we want to do and uh so far it's going pretty good going pretty good but it can always be better busy month personally for me i know it's busy month for elijah as well um trying to handle professional stuff as well as personal stuff and really trying to just get heroes and kings out there Uh, if you can get over to heroes and kings with a z heroes and kings with a z dot world we got our merch going uh slowly putting more and more stuff in there watches because we have a thing about time to be on time is to be late so we don't we don't know anything about no CPT time as well so that's why we we both have a fascination with watches expensive ones and inexpensive ones but we thought we we put a spin on it and make sure with this opportunity put our own design on watches and our own thought process on watches we do something every now and then with the watches. We just put out one called the Andinkra Bushido, which is a, it's kind of a combination of uh, Andinkra West Ghana, uh, West African Ghana colors and imagery, as well as the eight pillars of the Bushido, which is of the samurai. Uh, I'll let you go do the research on that because it's one of those. It's worth reading. It's worth learning about. It's worth. Uh, checking into other cultures and just learning what culture is something that's that's for whatever the reason is is sadly missed in this time it's a study and a respect for culture so we both do a lot of it uh african culture japanese culture chinese culture mexican culture brazilian culture you know, we just we're just uh, students of the world and students of discipline and and just student of discipline and history. So go ahead and check out that new watch we just put out over at heroesandkings.world. It is the Andinkra Bushido. Uh, wow, a lot going on. Kids doing good. Wife doing good. Uh, some changes here in my house. Uh, we had to take on helping my mother-in-law that's that's kind of changed things around changed our our my, my wife's plans on traveling and, and me getting out a lot more but you know you got to step in as family and do what you got to do last night had a had a situation not that happened where uh, there used to be a fitness facility that I used to run a long time ago well, not a long time ago, but a while back. And, uh, you know, the way I am, I talk to members, I talk to everyone. I'm a person that greets people, say good morning, good afternoon, uh, open doors. I'm, I'm old school. I have old school etiquette. So a lot of the members have my phone number. And I think it's one of those things where you run a, run a 
our facility or manager or owner or whatever the case may be when you connect with folks you know you just connect with people so needless to say there was a situation at this other gym I used to run where there was a problem with the doors and uh, one remembers around 11 o'clock he reached out to me through text hey Glenn uh, the, the door on the, the gym won't lock and I was like okay I said, I tell you what, now this texting back, say, hey, let me, hey, here's the, the, the number two, the general manager now running that facility, because I know who this general manager is, who this guy is, and uh, gave him the number to go ahead and get in contact with him, because I was actually doing something, I was working on my e-commerce store at the time, and I didn't want to get into the details, I don't know what the details was of what the door what was going on, I just had my, my friend just go ahead and get in contact with that general manager. And about maybe 30 seconds to a minute later, this kind of little short paragraph came over from this chump about uh, uh, next time, don't be giving my number out to members. And there's an email and a this and a that on a certain protocol for, for situations. And I was relaxed, getting ready to shut it down for the night when my friend sent me over that text message. And then I read that text message, and knowing who it was from, I didn't have to even see the name. I was refueled and motivated to stay up even late, later, and work on some more stuff and found some some more ideas and some more things to do, just fueled by the bullshit that came from the text. Because the thought never crossed this individual's mind that a member of his current gym contacted me about a gym that I don't even run letting me know that the front door was broke and this is a 24 hour facility and that anyone could come in and out and we both said you know what let's get in contact with the other GM and we know some of the owners don't live too far from the gym have them check into it but instead, he kind of went into this dissertation about his phone number. It was all I could do to not let this individual. Matter of fact, I did say, you know what? We can discuss this any day, any time in person. And I had to take it down because it, it took me back to a place I used to be a long time ago. And... I just had to let it go. I just had to let it go. I just had to let it go. And 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 it's it's weird to be an individual who don't take too much disrespect and and petty crap, especially in this new age of text phones or texting and and, and phones and emails and. You know, what someone put on words on a screen versus what they say in person can maybe have two meanings or two thoughts or whatever the case may be. And after that, I just, you know what, let me delete this text altogether. I don't even want to see this text altogether because all it could do is fuel rage and make me do something that I will regret. And it, it just, you, you have these individuals in the world who remind you of what you need to do. Haters, 
individuals who have who have been put in positions where is they didn't earn it. We now see there's this college school scandal. That's not new. That's not new. It, it happens at every university, especially the big name universities. It happens in every organization, part of the nepotism of who you know and who you don't know. And it was it's ironic that that happened, and I usually don't watch TV and even read the news or the timelines on the internet when I'm on the computer or on my phone and then have this situation with this fool who I know he's an individual who been put in places and he's unqualified. And you and we have to run into these individuals. We have to deal, we have to cross paths. We don't have to deal with them. We have to cross paths with these individuals. And they won't be the first and they won't be the last. I'll be 56 years old this summer. And I've crossed paths with individuals like that for over 40 years from my participation in Little League Baseball, Baseball, Little League Football, Pop Warner Football, through high school. As a matter of fact, and as I'm sitting here thinking about when I transferred from one school to another school, once we moved, I was a starting tight end and linebacker, and oddly enough, one of the schools on the list was looking at me being recruited and when I went to this other school, I was checking out the football team because back then you didn't have to wait a semester or wait a year to play if you moved because it was just literally we moved from one district to another. And I just remember the coach saying that this particular player that he already had on his team was already going to be the tight end and that schools were already, you know, trying to look at him and so on and so forth. And I was just like, wait a minute, if... He's. How can you give a position to someone already without the tryouts and anyone else coming in and wanting to try out for that position? And it just, I at 15, 16, 16 years old, I think I was 16, 15, 16, I had enough logic and common sense to recognize that, you know what, even if I was the best person in for the position, even if I was the one who would help the, this team win games and win CIF championships, this coach has already got in his mind that he's going to put this individual in this position and that individual in this position without going through the due diligence and, uh, and the tryouts to see the, the compet- to compete. And so... Between that happening with me and when I was in high school and all the other organizational stuff that I've gone through, leaving a particular company 
for that same, that very, that very same reason. Individuals in positions who lack knowledge and skill try to tell a skilled and knowledgeable person what they should be doing and telling them the wrong thing to do. It just, it, it, it almost comes full circle and what you have to learn to do is uh, move past those individuals. Especially if you have bigger and better things on the horizon. You have to learn to move past foolishness. I've, I've had to do it. I've, I have had to do it many, many times. And, and we'll probably end up doing it a whole lot more times because... We see all these individuals that we think are successful or know that are successful or millionaires or billionaires and just look like they have this 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 great life. On one hand, some of the individuals have gone through some hell and high water to get to where they are. And you don't know the backstory of their struggle and what it took or took what it took for them to get to that point. On the other hand, you have some who are just basically perpetrating a fraud. And eventually those perpetrating a fraud will be exposed. It's not for you, it's not for you to try to expose them. It's for me and you to learn for those individuals and not be and not emulate them, not salute them, and not support them in their crap because for whatever reason that false support has what given them the confidence and the arrogance to do what they do. And, and the higher powers have to deal with them. All I can say from it is you, you must take it and let it fuel and motivate and push you where you need to go. My little, the little texting back and forth last night as I was actually just relaxing on the computer doing some things around it was getting close to midnight what it did was you know what let me stay up another one hour two hours three hours later and do a little bit more just just do a little bit more you know because uh you could be broke and you can be broken but you can't quit be broke and you can be broken but you can't quit because that's that's what uh these these individuals want to see or they take take pride in that kind of it's, it's almost a a, 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 weird, a, a a mental bully mentality that some individuals have even their thoughts and what comes out of their mouth is just is that they don't even consider or take the, the thought of what they're thinking about or texting. Here I am letting this individual know his gym is in a position where an individual can come in and out and possibly take equipment if possible if if the right and if the, the wrong individuals are at that facility at a certain time. A member reached out to me and it gets flipped into don't put my number out there. A number that is used, the number that he has is in the system for contact. And I was just like, wow, 
is this what it is? Is 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 that what it is? Never the thought that you know what this member just contacted me first. They didn't contact you. So what does that say about you? It is what it is. Like I said, move past those individuals. Learn from them. Don't emulate them. Don't salute them. Don't praise them. Control your anger. Control your rage. Don't let them dictate your day other than pushing you to do more than you had planned on doing. Anything that you was procrastinating and putting off, get it done. We need some more capital for what we're trying to do right now. And I'm, I'm, I'm planning for some of that stuff. My daughter needs a car. I got to take several, several trips down to Arizona, get her straightened out. That's that's not free. Uh, yeah, you gotta move. You gotta move past individuals who who literally contributes nothing to the universe, other than to motivate good folks trying to do great things. So you gotta take it for what it's worth. You may be broke. You may be broken. You don't quit. Those who cheat, those who skip the line, those who are given a pass, it'll catch up to them. It'll catch up to them legally, illegally. The, the universe will balance this stuff out. I really believe it. I have to believe it. Because if I don't think the universe will balance this stuff out, this we're done. <laughs> this planet is done. If the universe can't keep this yin and yang and balance out this wrong with the right, this place is done. So I'm gonna end it on this. This one's this one is about this thought is you may be broke, you may be broken, but don't quit. This is Heroes and Kings. My name is Glenn Andrews. My buddy Elijah. I know you was at the gym at 4 o'clock this morning. Getting it in. I'm getting ready to go take care of some business with my parents. And I'll be at the gym later on this afternoon. Then come back and get into this e-commerce store. Get into our store and see what orders we need to send out. And send out our thank yous to our customers. But yeah, hit up that heroesandkings.world. Glenn Andrews, Heroes and Kings, signing out. Good morning. This is Glenn D. Andrews. Elijah was here last week. Him and the boys, him and the sons, were over here at at the crib last Sunday. But he's not here today. Uh, Elijah Brady. We'll start this over. Good morning. This is Glenn Andrews and my 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 partner Elijah Brady, and we are. Heroes and Kings.
If you can, check us out on all the social media platforms. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Pinterest. Our site is up. The merchandise site is up. Heroes and Kings with a Z dot world. Definitely check us out. Uh, the merch we have on there is symbolic. Nothing on there that we've put on and put our brand on is just random. It literally has a message behind it from the from the Bluetooth speaker with the Heroes and Kings on it. Something from my daughter in her college room to the bean bags. Several ladies at a, a at a fitness center that I run, they're in college and and I showed them what I was doing and just talking to them about entrepreneurship and them a few are getting ready to graduate, talking about their plans in the world and just me letting them know to be creative, even though they may be following a structured career, but to maintain their creativity. So a lot of the stuff we have on our site, heroesandkings.world is is just basically us creating and doing things that are symbolic that represents who we are fitness trainers health trainers uh into health and wellness bodybuilding weightlifting all the different types of way you can get yourself in shape as well as we are fathers uh i'm married i've been i'll be married 22 years here coming in october uh elijah has his fiance and so it is a representation of everything we do. Heroes and Kings is about uh, being the best human being you can be and coming down for us, being the best man you can be, the best father you can be, uh, the best alpha male you can be because we're, we're alpha as, and I won't take it to the next level. And use some, I'm going to keep the language clean from here on out. I've crossed over a few times and that was due to my uh, I guess guess just my excitement and just my seriousness seriousness and my 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 detail and idea of trying to just really get a point across. So got to keep the language clean. Got to use proper grammar. <laughs> my wife, my dad, and my daughter they are English English and grammar specialists. Uh, wow. And so I can speak all day, but when it comes to writing and, 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 and putting it in print form, which I've published 11 books, which is amazing. I've had some great editors as far as that's concerned. But uh, yeah, I can speak all day, talk all day, articulate all day. And that's due to over 42 years, 46 years of reading books versus watching TV. Though I've watched TV over my life, uh, the majority of my time has been spent reading magazines, books, uh, reading anything I can get my hands on. I love reading. I am a passionate reader. And I think that makes the difference in how individuals or how you see the world versus how the world see you. Uh, been busy. I know we haven't, we haven't, I haven't dropped any nuggets or put anything out in a while. And there's been some times I really want to do it, but I just, I just didn't feel it. And to, to do this for me is 
sincerity and a feeling. It ain't just let me get on and just start spewing like I watch some folks doing video logs or vlogs on YouTube and all these other places. And, and, and I'm sitting there watching it and, and it's almost if this person really don't want to be there and they're doing it possibly because of the compensation behind it. Uh, possibly not. Uh, <clears throat> though Anchor has put in some some sponsorship platforms and way to do that. We were doing this before that and we're really just wanting to get our message out there carve a space in this universe of different voices of some unique voices but not so much unique but that we are we have we are standard above we're not better than anyone but we just have a different way of thinking that we think unselfishly could be could benefit others um so last week and it, and, it, and it's really been on my it's really been kind of my mindset all my life but I've never ha- defined it or put it in the words and it's it, it has evolved and adapt to what I'm about to talk about here in a few seconds and just having different conversations with with different individuals who I respect as well as the feedback I've gotten and up and folks observing me and they've seen what I've done on the peripheral and seen what Elijah has done on peripheral as well. And we have mentors, we have individuals who, who see what we're doing and support us, give us great ideas. And one of the unique things about me and Elijah as personal trainers and training people and having clients is how do we take our mindset and plant that seed in our client's brain for them to get to their goal. And over the last two years or so, and I'll say last five years, because I've really kind of been half on the management administrative side of the fitness industry. And Elijah has been on the training, personal training, coaching side of it more than I have. Mine has been 50-50. And but we do share this same kind of concern and same. I don't even know just 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 a, a time where man, how, how should we even keep trying to train folks and get clients and go through the whole process and 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 and, and doing assessments and putting people on programs and Elijah putting them on nutrition programs and he'll put some of my clients on nutrition programs and us as trainers, clients, and as human beings and as someone that people come to and look for for guidance that we wanted more, we wanted more than our client wanted more for themselves because we can see what can happen in 90 days we can see, and actually we can see what can happen in two weeks, actually. We can see what can happen in two weeks, one month, 90 days, and one year of a disciplined lifestyle, a disciplined way of handling your nutrition, a disciplined way of handling your life, and a disciplined way of training that ultimately will get you to your aesthetic and health goal, but more importantly, what it will do to your mind and what it will do to you internally and what it will do for you philosophically, psychologically, and mentally. And for someone, 
me, I don't know. I got to talk. I'll ask Elijah to talk to him about it too. I don't think there. He's gone up and down in weight from his bodybuilding days to modeling and having to cut down and get bulkier and do, and do different things. I don't think there was really a time where Elijah was out of shape. Whereas me, from eight years old to about thirty six, I was in shape. Literally hit corporate America with more responsibilities. Uh, kids, wife, family, the whole, the whole nine. And that's not the reason I got out of shape. I just got focused on other things and put my health down at the bottom of the totem pole. And it took a change in career, a change in the industry. I was in the mortgage banking industry doing the boom and the bust. And I saw what was going on and said, you know what, it's time for me to get out. And having to have a physical to go into this other industry, which was supply chain and logistics, because I got certified to be a hazard inspector, 49 DOT CFR hazard inspector, to be in fact, and getting the physical and my doctor saying, hey, Glenn, you didn't put on 40, 50 pounds over the last eight, nine years. And, uh, bro, if you don't make first... I got to put you on this high blood pressure medicine. I got to put you on this cholesterol medicine. And then third, if you don't change, you're going to die. I'm just going to be, he kept it real with me. Oh, that's, I'm meal prepping. So what you hear in the back is my, my, my quinoa cooking. Anyway, so he put it, he just, he just laid it out straightforward and I knew better. I knew better. I knew what I needed to do. So I immediately went into a change of, of, of my life and my lifestyle and I've always had weights and fitness equipment around me bicycles I mean I've literally had fitness equipment around me all my life and I had fitness equipment and gym memberships all my life and once he told me that it was just like a switch went off in my head and I just went deep into doing research and really just look at what do how do I want to train do I want to go back to trying to get into the weightlifting, bodybuilding kind of training for what I was doing to play football, baseball? Or is it just, you know, just let me lose weight and get healthy? And so I did get into powerlifting and weightlifting and really took it to another another level. And then I dialed it down. And, and as I started, once I got certified and left that career and decided I want to open the gym and the kind of guys I, I began to train were more athletes, law enforcement, military, my Training them, I changed. I liked the I, I liked the functionality they had and the way they used their body. And so, I, as getting older, I realized that would be more beneficial to me, as well as I realized that is more beneficial to anyone in the population as they get older. And so, saying all this, saying all this, it just. It occurred to me that we are dealing with individuals who want to be healthy, but for whatever reason, do not feel like they can get it done. And sometimes they don't say it, but you have individuals who literally almost are antagonistic in you as a coach trying to help them. And they're, you're paying me to help you. And you're fighting and arguing with me asking you to do certain things. Because me, I'm so used to the athletes and military mindset 
and them telling me, Glenn, I need to get this, 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 and this, and we come in and hit it, when I'm dealing with the civilian population, so to speak, and telling them, this is what you need to do, and it's, it's, it, it, it boggles my mind. And, for example, if I had a, a barbell in the middle, in, in the gym, and I had it loaded up to, say, six, 700 pounds, and one of my athletes, military, policemen, poli- law enforcement, policemen, or military clients come in, I would say, hey, we're going to warm up, and today I think you ought to try to deadlift 800 pounds. Although I know this client cannot do it. I know this client cannot do it. What I'm looking for in their eyes is the predator. I'm not looking in their eyes for the prey. I'm looking in their eyes for the predator. I'm looking in their eyes for that switch that says, you know what? For a split second, I'm going to consider it. I'm going to consider if it's a thousand pounds right there that I can do this. Just for a split second in your eyes, yes, I can lift a thousand pounds. Whatever, whatever, whatever is in front of me, I see it. I can attack it. I'm going to figure out a way how I'm going to do it, how I'm going to execute it. I'm going to get it done. In the back of the mind or the right side of the brain, they know they can't lift a thousand pounds. But for a split second, you know what? <laughs> I'm, as a matter of fact, they might even walk up to after warming up. You know what? Let me walk up to the bar and, 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 and try. Sadly, sadly, we're running into the opposite. You literally have individuals, not just our clients that we train, but just we just have all these folks that just walking around this world, that's walking around on this planet, that 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 in their mind, all they know is I can't versus I can. They don't even consider that it's possible to do something. They don't even consider that, you know what? This split for a split second, you know what? I think I can do this. Boy, I want to cuss so bad, but I'm not. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to keep it clean. And so last week, and this 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 been a, this been a, a challenge for me here this last six months, you know, and, and really just wanted to change my whole train, how I, my whole training business, my whole what I offer, how, how how I do my personal training business, because I'm not enjoying it. It's like I'm babysitting. I feel like I'm in corporate America again, babysitting a staff of adults. And I'm getting these individuals who are coming to me and and through my solicitation and funneling and, and, and marketing and promoting, I'm getting individuals in the first discussion, I realize they don't want it. They don't want what they want as bad as I want it for them. And it's and it's it's a waste of my time. It's a waste of my energy. And they can go to any coach, any trainer, and it and maybe and maybe it's the personality, the personality of me versus their personality. You know, you have the A personality, the B personality, the C personality, the D personalities. You know, I am an A type. I am alpha all the way. 
every psychological test I've taken for every job and every personality test has has pointed out how I have behaved, my psychological pattern, which I already know. Kind of has gotten me in trouble (laughs) in a way because very prideful and learning how to keep my mouth closed (laughs) Especially when I'm, I'm hearing something that's illogical. But it's sad and disappointing to me that individuals do not have that switch. Do not have that thing in their brain that in their eyes, it changed them from being prey to a predator. And I don't say prey and predator in the way of societal's ways. I'm thinking I'm thinking about it, thinking about it on just a primal anthropological animal animalistic standpoint. That thing that allows you to survive, not thrive, that thing that allows you to fight when you've hit rock bottom. That thing that doesn't allow you to quit. It's hard because I'm not a quitter. I don't teach quitting. And last week, good friend of mine, Doug G, Doug Great, as a matter of fact, he wrote a book called The Ripple Effect, powerful book. (laughs) And it's small little pocket sized book, but with a lot of deep information in there. He's training for a show right now. He's gone for, he used to be a wrestler and that, that, that rest, wrestlers have a, have a mentality too. That's, that's long. That, matter of fact, a lot of guys in the military and in law enforcement and a lot of your offensive linemen and D linemen and some linebackers too come out of that wrestling tradition and wrestling mentality, wrestling mindset. And me and him was having a conversation and just as I'm I'm, I'm t- talking to you all, I was just telling him what I was going through right now, and just man, it's, it's just been a, this whole personal training and coaching, which I enjoy it. I love it. You know, I, I I enjoy seeing folks changing their body, changing their mind, and it carries over into other areas of their life, how their relationships, how they see themselves, how other people see them, how their kids see them, and it's and it's so powerful. To run into individuals who come into your space for an hour and they waste 15 to 20 minutes complaining, whining, and bitching. And it, whining and bitching is one thing, but not to be doing the exercises or the program with me and to be given homework and stuff to do when they're not with you and you can call them and what did you eat and what are you drinking and they're not following through and so me and Doug was talking about it and he was just he was just he 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 gave me some 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 stuff to think about and we just talked about this whole idea of just having this switch and having this switch that you can it's literally off in most cases but you you have to learn to turn it on and me and Doug we would I'm just trying to figure out now after having our conversation if 
any of these folks even have a switch to turn on. Because he he stated that he feels that everyone has has the switch. They just need to they just need to learn how to turn that switch on. And I, I, I really want to believe that. I think that's part of being alive, that you have something deep inside you that will allow you to rise to the occasion, rise to the situation and do what's needed. But I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. Uh, I'm going to consider what he considered that discussion and going going forward and, and looking at how I approach what I'm going to do with my training business going forward, what clients I want to work with. And I've, as I'm saying this, I'm already thinking in, in my mind, you know, we, we always, as trainers, we ask, we ask a person the main thing, why, why now? And we try to use that as the fuel and the motivation and the purpose for this person to, and, and just analyzing it to see if this person is really to commit to changing themselves. But I think now for me, not only am I'm going to approach with asking the question why, I'm going to be asking the question, do you have a switch that you can turn on and off? Or as a matter of fact, do you even have a switch? Because if you need to make changes, do you have a switch and are you willing to turn that switch on? Not just for me, but just for your own existence. And that's the question. Not only do you have the wherewithal to turn your switch on, but more importantly, do you have that switch? I'll pose that question. This is Glenn Andrews, Elijah Brady. Check us out. Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, Pinterest, Twitter. Go to heroesandkings.world. Heroes and Kings podcast on Anchor. Thank you. Not only do me and Elijah, my brother, Elmore McConnell, Dez White, Sydney Champagne, Tierra Cates, Get Gloria Goes, the Gloria Bands, William Johnson, David Calloway. I know several. Not only do they have a switch, they turn that switch on. Glenn Andrews, Heroes and Kings. Switch been on since I was born. Signing out.